I guess I'm all right with my stupid framing. Oh, it looks like we are on. Okay, so, um, hey, everybody. It looks like everything's working, which is awesome because, as we all know, it has not always worked. Um, house cleaning. I don't have any shout-outs this week. I thought I had one, but I was wrong because I, even though I'm on Twitter, like, every hour of every day, I don't feel like calling anyone... Uh, excuse me. I don't feel like shouting anyone out, so fuck everybody on Twitter. Um... I am so pleased. Uh, I first heard this gentleman's music many years ago, and I remember, actually, he doesn't know this. Well, now he will. But uh, Sorry, my eyes stinging. But when I first thought of doing something like this, I thought, I should totally get this guy on because he's awesome and I love his stuff, but <laughs> that'll never happen. And then I thought, wait, why don't you just you know write to him and say, hey. And I did, and, and yeah, you know, first he was like, who the fuck are you and why the fuck should I care? And I was like, well, okay, if you, if you look at my list of episodes, you'll see that I've talked to different people. And then he was like, yeah, well, they're all white. And I was like, no, 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 no. I, I've had two people of color on. Look at it again, please. I had to say please. I didn't want to piss him off. And then he was like, all right, well, if I'm not jerking off at the exact same time, then I will meet. And I was like, okay, okay. So then finally today, finally today, Tombstone, the dead man, said yes. Boom. Tombstone, how the fuck are you? I am the fuck fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the first time anyone said anything even close to that. Usually people are like, oh, I don't know, how are you? And it's like, oh, God, you suck. No. Dude, I, I, I'm a trendsetter. I set trends. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. So, um, obviously, almost all that was absolute horseshit, but, you know, no one, <laughs> no one cares. Uh, anyway, but um, I, I am sincere when I say I have admired you for a long time. I, I don't remember... God, sorry, everybody, that my eye keeps stinging. I don't remember which song I heard first or which mm -hmm. video I saw first, but I do remember, um, and I will get back to you in a second, um, I do remember I heard Purpose and, like, two other ones, and I just was hooked. I was like, wow, this is really fun. Oh, and actually, yours was the first music I heard that was specifically atheist-themed. Oh, for skeptic -er. real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had no... I, I just... I wasn't aware of any, you know artistic thing going on, and so when I heard it, I was like, it was two revelations. It was one, it was really great, and then two, it was like, oh, themed, like, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now back to you. You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, thank you. Um, it's funny that you say that, because I actually get that quite often. Um, usually, well, especially in my genre, rappers don't talk about that, you know, um, and believe me, there are a lot more um, atheist rappers than you may think, but they won't talk about that in their music. Um, but for me, it was just a simple case of, uh, you know, I started out on YouTube doing little rants on the Rational Warrior channel, and um, I think my channel probably was only, I only had maybe 300 people, subscribers or so. And <laughs> only 300? I have a max of 155 after hey, five man. years. Nobody fucking cares. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I mean, it's a, it's a work in progress, and sometimes yeah. sometimes it's about getting the good bricks. Um, yep. I had a, another fellow YouTuber that was going around tagging people. I don't even know if they still do that anymore, but they would tag other YouTubers That's to do right. certain videos. Yeah, yeah so um, he tagged me. To, well, he tagged a whole bunch of us to show whatever talents we had. So I said, you know, I'm just going to put a, um, an atheist-themed rap <laughs> up here, since that's right. what I talked about on the channel all the time. And before I know it, it was like the shot heard around the world. <laughs> that wow. yeah. you know, went all over the place, and I started getting even more subscribers. Then I got a couple of um, influential shout-outs from right. um, Wildwood Claire first. She gave I, don't me a know, shout out. I don't know who that is. <laughs> that, at that time, I think she had like about 5,000 subs. So I started getting the influx from that. And then I got another shout out from Dark Matter 2525. I don't know who that is. No, sorry, kidding. kidding. <laughs> Do you know who that so, is? Like, who the fuck is so that? That was a big one. And before you know it, my song Poison was on um, the Atheist Experience show as the intro. And oh, my God. That's so funny. I... I used to listen to them all the time, and I don't remember if I've heard your work on there. I may nope. have, but I don't remember. So, sorry. It, it was one episode, and they played it and gave a shout. And um, Matt even gave me a shout out after the intro it played, and a shout out my channel out. So, as you can imagine, oh, yeah. instantly, you know, yeah. instantly, and 
you know, one thing led to another, and a few other events uh, took place, and, and then I wind up uh, performing at the Reason Rally. And I, I remember when you told me that uh, pre this, obviously, and I was mm -hmm. so ashamed because I didn't even know you were there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and the th now, I, I, in, in, in my defense, I wasn't there. I didn't go. I, I, I was only actually kind of peripherally aware of it. I mean, you know, I knew the giant names were there. Like, right, uh, right, right. Like, who's the guy, the British guy that everybody hates sometimes? Richard, Richard Dawkins. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, I knew, you know, I knew he was doing his thing, and I knew that uh, a few people like uh, my man, um, Steve Shives. Hi, Steve. Yep. He went, but he wasn't like, they didn't have him on stage or anything. He just went. Right. And I knew that uh, Thunderfoot, uh, hi Thunderfoot, he, I saw like some video of, you know, him talking to like Ken Ho Hoven's kid or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. But beyond that, I didn't, I just kind of was like, well, I'm not there, so it's not about right. me. Right, he so, wasn't aware of it. Right, right, I understand. Um, um, yeah, and then later I was like, experience. yeah, no, I, it looked like it was. Uh, sorry, now I'm, now I'm scratching my ass, everybody. Want to see? <laughs> um no, I'm sure. I, 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 in fact, I was hoping it would be um, annual, and Me it too. wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it just like stopped. <laughs> I was just. I blame David S. W. Silverman. That's who I blame. It's all your fucking fault. What, what does S. W. mean? I don't know. I, I don't know his initials. <laughs> I figured I'd throw some initials in there. <laughs> David W. Silverman, it's all his fault. Fuck you, man. And, and, and your little dog, Dave Moscato, too. That's right, Moscato. I just called you a dog on air. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, Moscato? Come over. Come on, let's do it. Now, now, right about the time you said that, it'd be so funny if it was like the show just shut down. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah the power, they were like, all right, we've had enough of you, asshole. We're shutting you down. Fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, um, I so yeah, I, I was peripherally aware of uh, of of every. I you know what I think it was is um, I actually have not read um, the, uh, the the God Delusion because uh, I, I mean I've heard about it and I've heard excerpts, but I mm -hmm. I have kind of always felt like well I don't I don't really need to you know I, we're here already um, right right so I haven't really felt compelled to read it uh, not for anything personal or professional against Dawkins I just I, in fact I'm a huge fan of his I, I constantly apologize for him. Is that wait? Is that even the right? I'm an apologist for apologist, him. Apologist. That's that's the word. That's yeah. Um. But I was I just like eh, okay. Dawkins spoke like good for him, and he probably said you know evolution by natural selection, and then you know everyone's like yay. And so, <laughs> uh, but no, when I when I heard you did it, I was like oh no, that's it. okay. You know maybe that's it. Um, Silverman getting up there and going blah 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 billboard. Eh, that's fine. And and Dawkins going up there and going teach evolution. That's fine too. But I, you know, I I can get that anywhere, pretty much. Especially so heard, in this circle. Yeah, exactly. So when I first, when I heard you were there, I was like, well, son of a bitch, I didn't know he was gonna. Yeah. So, you know, that's the thing. It's like it's like I told Mendisa a few weeks ago or months ago now. Like conferences. Yeah, I could pay for travel. Hotel, food, um, the ticket to get in, and yeah. then risk the possibility of being sued for sexual harassment because I give somebody a hug. Or I could watch it on YouTube for free. And yeah. you know, not to not to run down the conventions because I'm sure they oh, go are, ahead. <laughs> they're sure there's a lot of people that enjoy them. Yeah. Um, and I think they do serve a purpose. Oh, I absolutely. Think, I think that sometimes, though, they can be a bit stiff. You know what I mean? I've never um, been to one, so I'm completely talking out of my ass. I I almost went to one uh, many, many eons ago out here when they, they had it at the L.A., or I think Long Beach Convention Center, mm -hmm. and they had uh, Julia Sweeney was speaking, and she was the only reason I wanted to go. And then, I don't remember why, I think I was poor at the time, so I didn't even go to that one. And that was oh. it. That was the last one. And, and I, I'm mostly uh, tongue-in-cheek. Like, I, I have no issue with conferences. I think it's great that they happen. I think there should be more of them. Just, what you know, whatever people want. I just personally, as I told Mendisa, I was like, I don't, why the fuck would I want to fly halfway across the country for a th three-day thing and just blah. But yeah, it's, not for, it's not for everybody. It's definitely yeah. not for everybody. But I think, I think more people might be interested if I mean, they didn't see the same people there all the time. That, well, has that was yeah. That's another huge thing for me is um and I, you know I'm not gonna shit any anybody specifically. I'm not gonna name names, but I, when I see the same five people from the same blog network, I'm like, 
okay, yeah, I could learn how I'm a, I'm a misogynist asshole, or I could just watch <laughs> it on YouTube. And, right. and you know, and, and that's fine. Like, I, I really don't have any problem with people saying what they want to say or being invited to say what they want to say. And I know that it's not all about how we're all misogynist assholes. But um, many times when I've looked at, at speaker lists, I'm like, no, 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 maybe, no. And it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to fly out to, t to Timbuktu, Kansas for a maybe, for one maybe. In fact, right. um, what was it? Uh, Lee. Uh, Lee went out to the American Atheist Convention, uh, Lee Moore of uh, Apartment J. Which one? Said, uh, this year or last year? This, this year okay. in, the, in Utah. Yeah. And, and he said that it was good. He went for the drinking and the, and the fun, and he just skipped the speakers that he didn't want to see. And I was like, okay, that's I that fine. I saw but, that a lot. But I can skip the speakers I don't want to see from the comfort of my own, of own home. Right. Like, I mean, that's I easy. Performed, <laughs> I performed at uh, the one last year. Um, oh. Yeah, I went out in Texas. And um, <laughs> it, was a, it, was a, it was a pretty good experience. I mean, it was definitely a pretty good experience. But I could see how, and this is not tooting my own horn. Oh, please, do it. <laughs> but I could see how that if me and 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 one um and Graydon wasn't there, I could see how it, could, it might have been a bit stale. Right. Um, well, you know and that's I mean? the thing. Like, I, I I don't know what I would prefer. So this is I, I hate it when people criticize and have no solutions. And here mm -hmm. I am, one of those people. But when I when I see like the the International Skeptic Conference for Skeptics, and it's like okay, great, that's a long name, and I don't give a shit. Tell me why I should give a shit. And it's like featuring speakers like Bob, Christina, and PZ Greta, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's fine, like cool. But all right, and then it's like, and their topics will include why you suck ass and why you should be killed in a fire, and I'm like. All right, um, and I don't I'm like, think I should be killed. Like, I, I, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think I should be killed. Um, no, maybe you. Maybe maybe. <laughs> you know, if your next song isn't awesome, but you know, and, and not to trash on those guys too much. It's just, um, it's like okay, I I could do that, or I could just go and enroll in a college and take, I don't know, gender studies courses. I, I just, but when so actually, in fact, I tweeted um, to them when I saw the speaker list this year, and I was like, I was all pissy. I was like, oh, good job on the speaker list, jerk offs. Um, I didn't say that. I said something like that. <laughs> and they were because I was like, how about having artists or comedians or I don't know anyone else besides the same ten people who talk about the same ten things? And and I got schooled rightfully. They were like, well, actually, we have a bunch of artists and here's some musicians. And I was like, oh. Now that was the one for this year. Like I said, I didn't really follow yeah. this one. I didn't yeah. really follow this one this year, but I know last year last year when we went, um, they did have comedians and they did have a band and oh, they had that's us. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool, but you need to like I would love to see that more at those things. Like, do that every time. Yeah, like, I completely you know, agree. Do that every you. time, you know. That, that's all you know, I'm saying. Enough about bullshit conferences. This is not this is not a conference talk, and I apologize for that. Well, let's talk about you some more because you're great. Um, so I I, I want to heap some praise on uh, purpose because uh, you don't know this, but everybody else who has seen any of these knows this. Um, the lyrical content of that mm -hmm. that I don't have memorized, I apologize. No, it's um, fine. Basically, I don't okay. <laughs> basically, I, or, or the, the main line, I make my own purpose. Mm -hmm. um, the great thing about that song that I really um, that I really glommed onto was that that actually was my deconversion process. That was like the last step. Was after wow. several years of you know questioning and thinking and all that stuff. What I asked myself specifically was like, you know, what what do you care about in this world? And you know, I had a list of like five things: family, friends, video games, sex, that sort of thing. Right. And then I was like, well, what would change if 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 right now I found out I had definitive proof that the universe was empty and meaningless? And I was like, well, and 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 it was like, oh my god, nothing, nothing would change. Like if I knew for a fact the universe was inherently meaningless, it was provable. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't change anything about any of the stuff, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And it kind of dawned on me. I didn't think of it in the same phrasing as you put it, but I thought, "Oh, so I can just make my own." Yeah. Yeah. And, and when I, yeah, when that hit me, it was like, "Oh, well, then why the fuck do I do this shit? <laughs> There's no reason for it." <laughs> and, and then, in fact, um, a good friend of mine, um, she had her own deconversion a few years ago, 
And she, she was on the last legs of, of deism, and she was like, oh, well, we were having an intense conversation out at coffee or something, and she was like, well, mm-hmm. well, you know, I, I know there's a purpose to life. And I was like, well, why? And I was like, well, how do you know? She's like, I just know, okay? And I was like, okay, but why does there ha- why can't it just be you make your own? Like, why is right. that any less valid right. than getting it from some external source? And at the time, she didn't acknowledge it. She just kind of sat there and, like, you know, stewed. But then... A few months later, she she we spoke again, and she was like, you know, that really stuck with me, and I, I didn't have an answer. I was like, why? Yeah, why can't it? And so when I heard your song uh, around the same time, that's it. Really, it was like, I actually kind of think that message is one that should get out there more than others. I agree. Because now, don't get me wrong, I, I love your other songs too, but you have one where you're like, oh, and this is bullshit, and this is bullshit, and this is bullshit. I don't think most people really care about that. I think, mm-hmm. and, and in my own personal experience, and I'm sure in yours, when you confront people with the bullshit, they tend to, one, clam up and get defensive, and two, oh, just, yeah. yeah, they just, they don't care. They, they don't want to know about that part. Yeah. And but they have the apologetics purpose, to, to um, try to smash yeah. everything you bring up, so. Yeah. yeah. God. You know, I, I don't know how much um, of uh, uh, Lee Strobel or, um, oh, who's the guy? Who's the smiley guy? Fuck. The one who went up against Hitchens a few years ago. Oh, uh, uh, are you talking about um, Craig? Freaking William Lame Craig? Yeah. 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 Now, I, I have actually I've listened to or watched many of what both of those men have to say, and what what I told Steve when we had our our thing a few weeks ago um, was what what really shocks me is it seems like all of apologetics amounts to basically really flourished, fancy, flowery um, arguments from ignorance. That's all it is. Because I've heard so many times, I, I saw this one with, uh, you, you may have seen this one, I saw this one video where um, Strobel was at some church, and he was with a straight face, he was like, well, but you know, the thing is, we know there was an empty tomb. It says right there there's an empty tomb, and how could you have it? And I was like, that's like saying we know that Spider-Man existed because he <laughs> he, he threw webs. He he right. swung from webs. <laughs> if he didn't swing from webs, then you know maybe we would have a reason. And it's like yeah, but it says that in the comic that you're reading. Like yeah, there's no it's reason horseshit. to believe that outside of yeah, it's horseshit. And and, and the reality the reality yes. of it is that most of this stuff is some of the more dishonest argumentation that you'll get is from yeah. apologetics. It's yeah. completely yeah. dishonest, it's disingenuous, and it's like what they attempt to do is convince the crowd that's listening right there and anyone at home that they really know what they're talking about, so they say all these flowery little words and do all these long-winded uh, expositions. And at the end of the day, when you break all of it down, they're basically saying, well, you don't know. Yeah. Well, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. And after watching uh, quite a few of uh, William Lane Craig's uh, debates with people, that's all it really boiled down to. Dishonest argumentation, taking any piece of um, uh, uh, data that we don't know just yet or we're not completely sure about just yet, and blowing that up to be this is a smoking gun to mean such and such. And even the way he twisted the, um, the um, Kalam cosmological argument. Oh, God, Even if he twisted that, you know what I mean? Like, like it, it's all dishonest. It's all dishonest. So I, I pretty much don't, I don't pay those guys any mind anymore, except to, to say that I do understand that more of the theists that try to sound enlightened or whatever, they do listen to these guys and they get their marching orders from these guys, and they get their yeah. arguments from these guys. So I know enough about what they're going to say from listening to these people to know how to combat a lot of the shit they say. But, um, yeah, it's really ridiculous. It's absurd. And these guys are like on a, a talking circuit, like literally getting money hand over fist, huh, and yeah. saying canned arguments, these exact same ones. And they think yeah. it's impressive. I, I, I mean... It's it's difficult because I am a vehement supporter of the First Amendment. So I kind of feel like if if any charlatan from off the street convinced thousands of people to give him ten dollars or mm-hmm. whatever two hundred, I don't actually ethically have a problem with that. What mm-hmm. I have a problem with is when it enters legislation, yep. when it enters medical practice, when you know when when 
Because honestly, um, I really hate psychics, like with a passion. I fucking hate them. Me too. But if I see a sign that says for entertainment purposes only, I feel like that's on me. Yeah, um, exactly, exactly. Because if I'm dumb enough to go in there and give them, well, actually, I wouldn't even say dumb enough. If I go in there and give them money, and then I come out with some horoscope, and I follow the horoscope, <laughs> but it it had said for entertainment, that's on me. That's not their right. problem. Because I mean, you know, we pay for movies, we pay for video games, we we pay for entertainment, and we even pay. Like I I I, I love uh, horror movies and supernatural thrillers, and right. I haven't believed in any kind of afterlife or or ghost or anything for probably about 20 years now, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I, I'm fine with the arrangement where I pay the, the the filmmaker to convince me for an hour and a half that whatever you know. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. They're, they're basically, you're suspending disbelief. Yeah, and, and and it's for entertainment purposes. I'm the same way. I watch uh, the supernatural TV series. I like all of that shit, even the the shit you see in um in comic books and stuff. I'm I'm willing to buy into all of that for entertainment purposes. It's just that when it's presented like it's a fact, where I say no, this is spaceballs. I'm not <laughs> I'm not not listening to that. Wait, did you say um, did you say supernatural? Yes. Oh man, I don't know. Some of those just suck goat balls. I'm sorry. I just dude, I love that. It's cheesy for a reason. <laughs> it's cheesy for a reason. Oh, he's not it's even awesome. There. What the fuck, man? Uh, <laughs> he's not even there. The surprise. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna make sure I have um okay, so wait, is it no it's not. Okay. Eh. Hey hey, hello, McFly. <laughs> <laughs> hello, McFly. Um, I actually I don't even know. Um I don't I don't think I have it on. <laughs> Sorry everybody. Uh, what we we but this is trying to we're trying to have a little bit of a fun surprisey goofy surprisey thing and uh, it looks like we have failed miserably yeah, now now all anyone is seeing is my hair so that doesn't help either <laughs> but um oh okay it looks like his thing is unmuted I saw a shadow over there so uh, as uh, we're setting a precedent here I've always done one on one but uh, Tombstone was like. Oh, oh gosh, might might we have my friend on? It would be ever so lovely. And I was like, no. And he was yeah, like, in my, in my British accent. Yeah, yeah, you're you're British like little orphan boy. And then and then he was like, well, how about this? How about this, Mister Mister Asshole? How about if if we don't have my friend on, then then fuck you. And I was like, okay, well, I want to have you on, so I guess I don't have any bargaining power. Here. All right. Well, if he okay, I don't think it's on mute anymore. So no, it's not on mute. I, you know, I, I just just to embarrass him, I'm gonna leave the camera on here for a second. Oh, oh <laughs> no! Now you want to join us? <laughs> when we gave you the signal already, you you ball liquor, you goat ball liquor. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I'm talking to you, sir. Yep. You can you he, the one. I don't know that he can hear you. Can yeah, he? I don't think he can. Um, I'm not sure why that is. <laughs> I'm trying to. No, <laughs> I know what I'll just. Uh, I know what to do. Okay. Oh, well, he's, oh he's gone. Yeah, he dropped off. Uh, so it might have been his computer. Activated. Okay. No, that's that's so funny. I love how we're like we had this huge plan and then it <laughs> and it failed. Died. You know what? That, that's, oh yeah, that's the story of my life. That's the story yeah. of my life. <laughs> I'm inviting him. So if Graydon jumps in, Graydon jumps in. Um, oh God, what was I? We were talking about something really, really important, and I don't remember what it was. So. I think we were talking about. Um, 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 medicine. No, we weren't talking about medicine. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it was something so important, though, that really it was. Like, Sorry, everybody. I, I'm setting again so that we don't go over. So that's why I'm looking down. So no, no, Timson, go ahead. You. you no, just... I think we were we were talking about um, the foolish, foolish oh. apologetics that yeah. come out of the mouths of these guys, and you know. But it's something you said earlier too about um. The whole making your own purpose thing. I think, I think you're right. I think it need, that needs to be put out there more than anything else, because the fact is, people think a lot of people really believe that without having that belief in whatever they uh, have, they they think that their life would be meaningless. And I think that's like a sad existence. I think that it's empowering to say, you know, I make my own purpose. Nobody tells me what the fuck to do. I do what I want to do, and I decided that my life is about this. That's empowering to me. So, 
Yeah, I, I agree. And actually, when I had my own little, you know, uh, uh, revelation post-deconversion, I it was like this amazing weight was off my shoulders because it was like, oh, wait, I don't... So all of this shit that I was told that I had to adhere to just because, right. um, I don't have to. And, and it was like, okay, so, of course, then this new weight came on where I was like, so it was this huge sense of responsibility because it was like, okay, so from this point on, if I don't get what I want out of life, it's on me. And and that's actually one of the things that I found slightly difficult about the, the lack of afterlife is like, okay, if this is the only existence and, and all of the evidence points to that, right. that means that necessarily I need to make this time worthwhile because there's not going to be it. And, and right. so it was kind of a double-edged sword. It was like, yay, free stuff that I can do. And I was like, oh, shit, I have to make it worthwhile because otherwise exactly. what am I going to say on my deathbed? Right, right. And, that, you know, that's the one thing that I fear the most, which is probably the reason why, like, I've been doing music for years. And I never gave up on it, even though I had friends and stuff that decided, you know, fuck it, I don't want to do this, I want to go work at McDonald's, or whatever it is they decided they wanted to do. But, you know, I kept swinging at it because I never wanted to be on my deathbed with that regret saying, I could have been a contender. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, yeah. I never wanted that, man. I never wanted that. So, I uh, and it's like you said, you don't get a second chance. There is no after party after this. So you better do whatever it is, or at least uh, give it the best swing at bat that you possibly can, so that you can say, "Well, look, motherfucker, I was out there trying." You know, so I didn't make it, but I didn't. It wasn't for a lack of me, you know, not trying. So, you know, it's it's funny you say that because. Um... I, let me see if I can not give too many details. Okay, uh, there, there's someone I know, a good friend of mine, who is uh, who's a professional writer out here, and um, you know she she's she's sold stuff. She's uh, she's met with people, love her. She's just mm -hmm. doing great. And um, I have been on a similar journey, um, except that I have not accomplished that. <laughs> and. <laughs> I remember um, she and I have had many conversations over the years about like what that looks like and how it goes and stuff. And um, I remember one of the things that she told me was like, "Do it until you it, it's not fun anymore." Yeah. Because if you do it for the money, if you do it for the fame, if you do it for acceptance, if you do it to be in the club, you will fail because you will have you you won't be able to do the work that is necessary to get yep. to this place. Yep. Um, without becoming bitter and exhausted mm -hmm. and stuff, and. So I, I have hit many times uh, where I was like, man, I don't know why I'm still doing this. And then I was like, well, because I really enjoy it, and if I become professional, fantastic. And this is partly due to age. Like I, I, I was finally able to calm down a little bit and go, okay, well, if I don't get X, Y, or Z, then at least I can say that I tried, and at least I can say that I, I, I gave, you know, I, I gave it a go. Because um, now, okay. I don't mean to shit any, on anybody back at home in Hillsboro, Oregon, but I have become, through Facebook, recently reacquainted with uh, a few individuals that I went to school with a long, long time ago. Mm -hmm. And in at least two of their cases, um, I was disappointed to learn that they still live there. Now, I, that sounds elitist, and I, I recognize that, um, because <laughs> it's because I, I'm judging. I'm saying leaving town and going pursuing something is superior to not doing that, and I do partially believe that, but um, <laughs> what I'm trying to get at is had I taken the safe route and I had stayed in town and I would not come to California for college or anything else and stayed mm -hmm. for career stuff, I definitely would have reached a point where I would have just been like, what the fuck am I doing? I, yeah, I, and I yeah. have no one to blame on myself. Now, maybe they're happy where they are, and that's fantastic, and, yeah. and I am an elitist asshole for judging it otherwise. But I, 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 this is what my friend told me. She was like, well, you came out here, and you are pursuing it, and no one can take that away. So even if 20, 30, 40 years go by, and you go right. to, say, a reunion or something, and someone's like, whoa, what did you do? At least you can say you gave it a go. And exactly. Most people can't say that. Most people are like, oh, I, I thought it would have been fun, but, but you were like, I went to. So you know, um, I'm not saying that if I were to get a huge deal tomorrow, I I would cry because that would be fantastic. But right. um, <laughs> but you're but yeah, you're resigned I, to the fact that at least you're you're out here knocking away at it. That's that's how I felt about it. And I'm gonna tell you something. It's never too is. Hey, people, you hear this cliche all the time. It's never too late. But let me tell you. 
I didn't really start getting an audience to about uh, four years ago. Wow. And I turned I turned forty five this year. So oh my God. Like, you're so them. old. Exactly. I mean, I'm like ancient. I mean, you look old, so it makes <laughs> right. sense. It fits. But <laughs> it fits. But you sound some... old too. Yeah, I mean, well, you you know, know, let's be frank. I hear some well, oldness down here. Well let's let's test that out. Get off my lawn. <laughs> See? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that, that works. You know what I'm saying? But no, I you know, see actually, kids, man, these kids, a lot yeah. of them, and I know this is gonna sound like me judging, and it's probably gonna sound that way because I am. But a lot of these kids, like they try to do this, they want to do the same thing that I'm doing. This is the era. This is their era. With all of this new, te newfangled technology that I didn't have when I first started, and all this access yeah. to all these things, and yet I hear them whining. And I'm like, dude, are you really, are you, are you really whining when you have access to a home studio recording equipment that's relatively cheap? When you have access to YouTube and various other social sites that allows your music to possibly, if you network right, be heard by people all over the world, and you're fucking whining to the 45-year-old old man who manages your audience <laughs> and make money off of his music? I'm sorry, dude, but I'm not really, I'm not feeling that. <laughs> like, no, you know, you're absolutely right. I mean, even with, with filmmaking, it's it's much easier than it used to be. Uh, in fact, I, I did this short that um, I did purely for fun. In fact, mm -hmm. I told everybody involved, I was like, this is not going to break you out. It's not going right. to happen, so just, let's just do it for fun. I paid, every, I gave everybody like a $15 Starbucks gift certificate, and a friend of mine made a puppet for me because he, he does that stuff professionally. And I got uh, another friend of mine to play um, a therapist because uh, she's a stand-up comic, so she's not in SAG. Or, I, guess, I don't think she's in SAG. Well, it, it, whatever, I don't know. And I shot it on, they're now obsolete. This is what's so funny. I shot it on one of those flip cameras. Um, yeah. I'm, yep. I'm, I'm sure nobody remembers them. And it was, <laughs> was it like 720p, I think? And, and it was in-room sound, which is probably a mistake. And I didn't use any lighting because a part of my philosophy for the short was just I want to make this as quick and dirty as possible. I don't want to worry about And, uh, yeah, I, and, and I, I, one of the places I uploaded it to was Trigger Street, and, and someone was like, you yeah, this looks like it was shot in a fucking living room. And I was like, well, it was shot in a fucking living room. Like, what do you want, <laughs> asshole? Um, but we had so much fun. It was so much fun to do, and it was, it was like a, like a four-minute short. Mm -hmm. um, I wrote it, I directed it, I produced it. Um, my my wife co-produced, like you know, because we shot it at home, right. and uh, and we had so much fun. It took about an afternoon, and then I edited it, and yeah, it, it never exploded on YouTube, it never became viral. But I don't regret a second of it because it was so much fun to do. And who knows if some young producer somewhere is one day like bored and they look up counseling and they find it. Cool. I, I do not expect that to happen. But, Dude, you uh, never know, man. Once it's online somewhere, it's on there forever. Somebody oh yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. No, it's 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 been up for probably three years, and I think the highest count it got was like five hundred, um, which is actually more than most of my things on there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny when I started doing this. That this was out of ease too. I just uh, I was like, oh, I like talking to people, so I should just do this. And what was so great about this technology was I remember thinking to my, oh, because when podcasting first started, I was going to do that. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I'd have to record it, and I'd have yep. to, like, edit it, and I'd have to upload it and put it in a, the thing, yep. the RSS. And I still don't know all the steps involved. Um, if it weren't for at Digia on, on Twitter, this would not be on iTunes because he did all that for me so, so right. very kindly. Um, but then when this came around, and, I, and I, I saw a few of them, and I was like, wait, so it, it does voice detection to decide how it cut. Oh, because actually, even recently, this, um, this lady uh, who found my site and, and wrote to me on there, um, she asked me, like, oh, how do you edit that? And I was like, I don't fucking do a thing. Right, right, <laughs> it's fantastic. right. I click go, and then in the next hour, it's up on YouTube, and I just spread the link around. It's like... So yeah, it's there's really no excuse nowadays. If you are creative, then just create, and people will either respond or they won't. In right. my case, they they don't. But <laughs> but I'm not trying to make a living off this, so yeah. it's totally fine with me. You but, sir, though. Oh you know, yeah. I mean, look, I know that it's not impossible. I know it's not even it's not even impossible for you. Uh, despite uh, whatever your experiences have been before now, it all it takes is the right interview. The right person to see it and share it, and before you know it, 
stuff starts happening. Well, you so. know, it's Silve is like, hey, we're doing a Reason Rally too, Anton. You want to? <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? Um, I'm hoping you are the interview that breaks 200. Because uh, Mandisa did that. She broke 200, mm -hmm. and I actually got a few people, uh, I think I was actually only three, three people like wrote me were like, oh, hey, Mandisa was on. I was like, yeah, she's great. Um, so if <laughs> wow. you don't break me out of 200, then you, sir, have failed me. And I, I blame you. I failed you miserably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, and in fact, um, what I tend to do when I, you know, when I post these on Facebook is, of course, I, I, I post... The the last one, and then I say, oh, and next week I have this person on. Right, right, right. And sometimes people say, oh, yeah. Uh, actually, one was really funny uh, when I announced that Steve Shai was coming on. Someone in uh, in one of the the groups I'm in was like, oh, it's basically something like, oh, he sucks balls or something. So or no, no, he said uh, you should touch his dick. So then when Shai wow. and I were on, I actually did touch his dick, um, <laughs> at least you know over the camera. So I was like, hey, it was an interactive experience. I put something out there, I got a response, and I used that to, uh, to create content. So, um, so now, because now, every once in a while, people are like, oh, cool. It, unfortunately, in your case, man, it was radio silence. I, and I kind of wanted to write a, a few boards and go, um, hello. Right, uh, right, you know, right. the guy who says bullshit really neat. Actually, can you do me a favor and just say bullshit? Bullshit. Oh, yes. Oh, that's sweet, <laughs> glorious music. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> no, I, which I'm sorry, I forget which song it is where you say uh, I'm not no, not more of this bullshit again or whatever. It's one of them because I, I tend to use that word. That's my my go-to word. Oh yeah, um, yeah, me too. Yeah, I say it because it's so much of it. It's so much of it in the world. Yeah. That you know you have to call it out when you see it, and I I almost have Tourette's with it. Bullshit. <laughs> so it just comes out. Bullshit. You know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it just comes out. Um, hey, I just I got retweeted by Aisha Tyler. Look at that. Did you? <laughs> no, I, I, I really I really like her. And actually, she was my inspiration for this because I like how she does her podcasts. Um, and she is she, is she and I am I, so I, I did not expect the same results. Like, you know, she's she's a, a really, really hot, um, amazing uh, stand-up comic and mm -hmm. is great at Archer and stuff. But when I first heard a few episodes of Girl and Guy and she was like, oh, I, I don't even do research because I want it to be casual. And I was like, Okay, I'm gonna do it that way because I should talk this. <laughs> so, cool. I'm gonna. I'm just. Gonna, and, and, you know what's funny is the first guy I had on, uh, Terry Sacri. Hi, Terry. Um, I told him that she was my inspiration, and he misread that as I had had her on. He was like, "What? You got?" And I was like, "No, no, no. I, I don't. I don't. I don't have her on. Sorry." Wow. But hey, I, I actually think one day I might write to her reps because, you know, they have nothing better to do. <laughs> and, right, right. And say, hi, you don't have any fucking idea who I am, um, and I don't have an audience, so this will not help your client. <laughs> but if she's bored on, like, a Tuesday evening, then, yeah. Anyway, back to you. Um, nothing better to do. Just come on my show. So I, I am curious, um, and, and please feel free to not answer this if you don't want to, but mm -hmm. have you been able to make a living at this? Yes. Oh, excellent. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to say, man, um, my fans have been super supportive. Um, most of the things that I've been able to do has been as a result of their support. The fan mail that I get is um, kind of humbling in a certain kind of way because once you got you got people actually listening to what the fuck you're saying, um, you realize that it's uh, it, it, it does carry some weight with some people. I've had... Um, yeah. Kids, 15 years old or more, uh, come up to me when I was in Texas, uh, with and bought everything off of the merchandise table. Wanted to sign every all the, the the merchandise and stuff like that. It's it's a bit overwhelming, and I didn't realize it until I started performing more live, because you know I would get the feedback online, but it's something yeah. different when they're right there in front of you and wanting to take pictures with you and do all this stuff. And I'm like, dude. See, because when I look in the mirror, I, I see me, yeah. <laughs> you know. So I, you know, I don't. You know, it's weird. I see you too. It's yeah. really scary. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> That's so you know, it, it it's a kind of a weird thing, um, but it's something that I wouldn't trade again. That's this is why I say, man, you don't don't ever give up on what you say you're trying to do ever because yeah. you never know when you break through. Never. 
Now, do you think you could, because um, I'm not aware of, of if you've had any traditional coverage like on radio or, or stuff, do you think you could break into the mainstream? Um, no. I, I doubt it only because of content, but no. I, I guess that's pretty uh, it's, easy it's, to doubt it's, it. even, it's even more than content. I, the, the main reason I'm, I'll, I'll tell you no is because mainstream is more about style over substance. Oh, okay, um, right. You have to have a certain look, um, uh, just a certain thing that they look for to do that. Secondly, um, I do think it's possible with some of my other endeavors, and along with the music, for it to break through at some point. But it, I will never be in the same classroom as a Little Wayne or Drake, or something, simply because I am too old and grumpy <laughs> to, to, to really do the type of shit they do. Like, yeah. man, I fucking rant on a beat, okay? Right. Right. I rant on a beat, and I talk shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, and about about things that, that a lot of people don't really want shit talked about. So yeah. I just, I don't see that for myself. But what I do see is more of what I have now. Um to be able to live comfortably off of what I'm doing and to grow that audience. Because yeah. I don't look at I don't look at the American audience necessarily as the this is what I need to I need to really conquer yeah, right. them. Yeah, who gives a shit about Fuck them, man. Look, <laughs> it, seven billion people on the planet. It's the same thing I tell all the, the young independent artists who say, I can't get an audience. There are seven billion people on the planet. You mean to tell me you can't find a few thousand of them to support your stuff? Then maybe you shouldn't be doing it. So, again, my motivation for all of this is just to be a complete and total asshole and say, look, the old man's doing it. I come you yeah. the old yeah, man's no, doing it. Yeah, I mean, you know. I, 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 uh, I was watching, um, a few weeks ago, I was watching your, uh, your Purpose music video, and... And what struck me was that not only did it it resemble what I'm used to in in terms of professional stuff, mm -hmm. but that it was like, wow, this is probably you and I don't know a handful of other people who That's who it. put this together. And so it was like it, it, I really didn't feel like, oh, too, oh, okay. <laughs> I really didn't feel like, well, shit, you know, if, if I had an interest in this, which I don't. Um, then there, there really is no excuse. You know, you, you, one could just do it. In fact, have you ever seen um, <sighs> Epic Rap Battles of History? Yes, I love that shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's great, great stuff. And I, I saw some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, and mm -hmm. and granted, they do they put a lot of work into those things. I'm oh, not yeah. saying they don't. Oh, yeah. But it's like it's it's they have the rig, they have the green screen, and they mm -hmm. have the garage, and... You know, they're they're doing it on their own. They're not necessarily. Uh, I I mean, I'm sure now they've they've probably got lots of money yeah, sponsored. Maybe now, right? But but when they started, I think it was just you know just throwing it together, and uh, and obviously it was not the um, the illusion of production value that got them going. It was just great stuff that people really responded to. Exactly. So, so yeah, I, I, and here I am saying this, and I, I've been meaning to do a follow-up short for like three years now, and I'm like, oh god, I've got to do a short that takes place <laughs> in a living room because that's what I have free access right, to. Right, right, right. So I, I pay rent, but but <laughs> still, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no, dude, you're right though. You're right. You're right. No, I okay. I I'm sorry, man. I I really wish I knew this, but I have been so confused. What is your relationship? With Graydon, with Grand Unified, with just all of that stuff, because I've seen like I saw your your thing where you were announcing uh, a YouTube deal, and it said like Grand Unified artists. And yeah. I, 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 yeah, just just tell me, because I, I was like, yeah. but I thought you were your own thing, and right. No, the thing is, Grand Unified is a collection of artists of independent artists. Okay, um, and Hence that the we unified. have. Hence the unified things. Like we all have our own thing. Like I have my own company. Um, uh, Graydon has his own company. Um, okay. So some of the other guys are trying to get their companies and stuff straight. So um, it's just that we we form together like Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> I actually know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we form together. Know. We form together because we our themes are very similar, and we have a a, a real passion for science skepticism. And, right. and, and our music reflects that. So what we attempt to do is use uh, we try to inform and educate 
at the same time entertain. And since all of us tend to do this, we decided that we formed together at times, pool resources. We're not a record label, <laughs> but we pool resources together to throw events and do th different things like that. And it's been it's been really cool, man, because um right around the time when Graydon invited me to join, I had I was I was doing pretty well. Um, oh, okay. My fan base was growing. And right. when he explained to me what it was, I said, Oh dude, yeah, this sounds like <laughs> something I want to be a part of. A bunch of MCs and other artists, um, graphic artists, a couple of scientists uh, that, that want to come together to use their talents to promote science and skepticism. What's right. not to love about that? You know, so I've been I've been with them for going on three, three and a half years now. And uh, we've done shows together and done a lot of good things together. At the same time, I build my brand. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's how that works. It's just a bunch of independent artists getting together because okay. we have a similar okay. thing. Because I, I thought for some reason it was a record label. I remember nope. thinking, like, well, you obviously didn't need that, so why the hell would you do that? I mean, nope. unless it's, you know, Warner or something, I don't Let see any listen. incentive. I will never sign to a major label or independent label when I can do this shit myself. I've seen that. Yeah. I can do this shit myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to have some corporate asshole uh, that doesn't really listen to the music all of a sudden um, here's one of my songs and says, oh, I don't think that content's appropriate. I'm going to go down there and say something to him about nah, No, you're not going to tell me what to say. And you're not going right. to own my music. You're not going to own my music. I'm too old, too grumpy. No. <laughs> no. No. Um, I, 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 there's uh, two other small things I've been really curious about. So I, I'm sure you've answered this on any number of things, uh, including um, Dragonbeard's uh, deal, which I, I listen to, of course. <laughs> um, oh, uh, the, the name. I always found the name really interesting, so how did you come up with that? Dude, I feel like I'm some old relic um, <laughs> from, a, from an ancient time. I've been known by many names, <laughs> you know, <laughs> many different cultures. <laughs> but the, the tombstone name came from two different uh, sources. Right around 1997 or so. I remember 97. That was a good year. You remember 97? It was a good year. Yeah. But not for me. Uh, oh. it, yeah, I had a, I had a couple of really bad uh, breaks around that time. And I felt like I wasn't even my old self anymore. I felt like that old me had died. I'm not that guy anymore. Right. So even my music had started to change where uh, the things that I used to talk about before I no longer talked about because as an artist, you bring all that shit from here. So if, if your mind is in a fucked up state, your music is going to be fucked up. At least yeah. the, theme, the themes are going to be really, you know, bad. So my themes had changed. Everything had changed about me. And I was a huge, I'm a huge wrestling fan. One of my favorite wrestlers was uh, The Undertaker. Right. His whole shtick is he's the <laughs> dead man. So at some point he died and yeah. he came back with this. So I'm like, okay, Tombstone, the dead man. It represents I'm no longer that guy anymore. So um, I honestly... Uh, you, I mean, you may ask other folks, they might say something different. I honestly like this guy better than that guy. Because yeah. that guy was an asshole. <laughs> right? so, so, so I like this guy a whole lot better. That, that yeah, guy... I've already, I've already taken atheist asshole, so you can't use that one. I can't use that. <laughs> but no, that guy wouldn't have gotten what I've gotten now. Right. No way. If anything, that guy would probably be locked up. <laughs> you know, so yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. Somebody would have killed him. You know what I mean? So... That guy needed to die figuratively, right. <laughs> you know, in order for this guy to be sitting here in front of you right now, um, and, and in order for this guy to have a family right now, to have kids right, right now. So that guy had to go. And I see um, shadows of my former self in the form of friends that right. are still living that way. And every so often I see him, and, it, and I see the outcome of it, and it reminds me of how... I made the best choice ever to get rid of that guy. Now, yeah. so that's what Tombstone. No, that's that's fantastic. I mean, I I I, uh, I can brag that I have a gang name from college. It's Mano. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, say that again. Mano. Mano. It means hand. I suspect because I was famous. I don't know why, honestly, because I don't think I did any any more than anybody else. But I was famous for, for working my hand. Um, 
Yeah, I think I actually admitted it to my girlfriend at the time over the phone. I, I called myself El Rey de la Masturbación. You were the fat master? Is that? I, no, no, the, the king of masturbation. I have no idea why I did any of this shit. Like, I don't know why I said that. I don't know why I told you were her. The, oh, and, and the she was in Mexico. Later? Yeah, the, 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 the king masturbator, yeah. So, so mano, I have mano, um, which I have never forgotten. Um, so anytime anybody either says, like, and this has never happened, of course. But if, if anybody ever said, "Oh, what what hood are you from?" I'd be like, "I'm mano," and then they'd be like, "What the? Who cares?" <laughs> I'd be like, "Well, well, nobody, but you asked." Since you asked, yeah. And I, I I had oh god, I had another name too, but now I don't remember what it was. Somebody somebody gave me some other kind, like kind of like that, and I I just never, yeah. I, I don't have anything to use any of this shit with, so it's just <laughs> um. I, I, before I forget, I wanted to, uh, and, and this is gonna this is gonna pin you down publicly, so you will resent me for it. But um, I talked to this guy Buck Bowen uh, many weeks ago, who does a similar thing to what you do, mm -hmm. um, wherein he, he does he does he does hip hop and it and it's uh, and it's um, uh, atheist stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, he's out here in Long Beach, um, I think. Actually, I just realized I shouldn't say where he lives because why would I do that? <laughs> He doesn't live in Long Beach. He lives somewhere else that is definitely not Long Beach. He lives in Short Beach. He lives in Short Beach. Gotcha. And um and he he's not quite as prominent uh, mm -hmm. as you are, but I I told him before I even knew I was going to have I mean this is weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Hey, you and Tombstone and whoever the hell else is out there should do like, I don't know what it would be a tour or cuz obviously if you're going to put resources into what a tour would take, you would want to, you know, get you want to get that back. But I, I hope that maybe one day, maybe with the weight of something like American Atheist, there could be some kind of concert. You know, no speakers, right. no presentation, just, right. just, just the music and and the beats and whatever else. Right. And I think you and he would be great on a bill like that. Um, so you should do it. And, well, and now that it's out there, you have to because well, otherwise you look like a dick. Well, you well, you know. I that's not that wouldn't be the first time, but uh, <laughs> but, but look, I mean, I, I'm not really opposed to that. I would love to see that happen, um, especially because there are a lot of again, there are a lot of atheist artists that I personally know that will not talk about that shit in their music at all, and I think uh, it has okay. to do with they they don't want you know the gatekeepers to shut gates on them. Yeah. But if yeah. there was like a, a a resource, a place they could go. To actually make a living off of their yeah. music while talking about what the fuck they wanted to talk about, I think more of them would, and I would love to be like a catalyst for that for different artists when I'm at, I'm at when I'm in the position to be able to do so, which is why I'm building my company up now, so that I can be in a position to help other artists because that's how I was raised in this music. That I come from Baltimore, Maryland. People wasn't really checking for Baltimore artists. Yeah. And a lot of the my philosophy that I gained from my mentor was that if you see another struggling artist and you can help them in any way, go ahead and do that. So that's always been my philosophy. Now it's burnt me a couple of times. Oh yeah. You know, but the 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 diamonds or the jewels that I may find out of a whole bunch of lumps of coal, I think is worth some of the other stuff. You know, so oh, yeah, of course. You know, I, and I think not, that's always the case. Yeah. For I, every I, shitty video game you play, there's one great one, video game where one you're like, wow. great game that you're like, dude, yeah. I'm so glad I, I started being a geek with this. Like, <laughs> dude, yeah, yeah, I feel you. Well, I, 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 I hate to, uh, to, that we're bleh, near the end, um, but I would be bad if I, yeah, yeah, we're, we're, damn it. We're near the end. So, uh, thank you so much for doing this. I really, really appreciate it. And I, I apologize. I actually did not thank you in the beginning. Um, I always fail to do that. I, you honestly, like I said, um, I, I don't, I don't think I said it live. But in case I, in case I didn't say it live, you were one of the reasons I wanted to do this. I was like, I need an excuse wow. to talk to that guy. So I, and and actually, I wanted to do a few before I talked to you because I wanted to at least have, even if it was not a professional rhythm, I wanted to have my own rhythm. So. Right. So I was like, I need to talk to like ten people before I even contact him because awesome. because I don't want him to go. Well, what the hell is this? And I go, uh, I don't know. It's I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which ironically is pretty much what I said anyway. But 
<laughs> but at least I said it confidently. Yes, that's um, important. That's important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then and then actually when when I heard you on Apostasy Now, I was like, what? Fucking fucking Mr. Dragonbeard. Like he beat be, yeah, and I think I even he tweeted. I was like, "Fuck you! You beat me to it, you <laughs> asshole!" And then you were like, "Well, you can have me on too." And I was like, "That's not the fucking point, dickhead." It's <laughs> I wanted you first, so I could le- right. at least say like, "Hey." And then of course I realized, you know, you've done other stuff before in either uh, his or mine. So yeah. it's like I I'm I'm very very much the the like also ran horse, but um, <laughs> yeah, like you don't even have sloppy seconds. You have no, I have like sloppy, you know, quintuplet or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, I remember actually when I first contacted you, you were like you, you you were so straight. You were like, okay, well, when's your show? What time? And I was like, oh, you've probably done this a fucking thousand times, haven't you? Yeah. So um, so anyway, I don't remember what my point for that was, but no, uh, it was it was a very kind thank you for me doing your show. Oh, okay, That's what it was. Okay. Okay. Good. I'm glad I had a good point. Yeah, it was a, um, it was a great point. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. You. You were definitely one of the. I was like, I, I have to build up to to the right to have him. So when I build up to that, I'll let you know. Um, <laughs> so with that, um, now as I said before, um, anyone who ends up seeing this will already know this. But please uh, tell people where they can find you, what your Twitter handle is, all that stuff. You know, whatever. Awesome. Uh, you can find me anywhere, but. Mostly on Facebook. <laughs> Mostly helpful. you can find me on Facebook. Uh, my artist page is Tombstone the Dead Man. Um, that's duh as in D A. Keep this hip hop, not the T H E. Nobody wants that. We don't like English. You don't like English like that. Um, you can also find me on Twitter. My handle would be Tombstone nine six nine. You can find my music on Bandcamp, iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, and if you really want to find out the rest of the bag of cats that's up here, you can go to my YouTube channel, Rational Warrior, um, and hear me rant about basically bullshit. But <laughs> yeah. You basically, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, also, we are throwing an event in Temple Hills, Maryland, uh, July 26th, called the Celestial War. It's an event where I'm going to be performing, Great and Square is going to be performing, it's a couple of more people from Grand Unified will be there, and the event is basically a it's a startup pitch towards this company that me and Graydon are doing together called The Celestial Wars based on a comic book that we're writing. So I think everybody will enjoy that. I'll put more information out there as we get it. We got a wonderful artist that is drawing the artwork, and the story is pretty dope because I help write it. So, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so, so yeah, me and Graydon, I mean, for months we've been working on it. It's pretty good, and that's basically where you can find me. And if you do find my regular page, a personal page. I have no problem with adding people. It's Landon Tombstone Taylor. Come on over there. You'll see me a lot of times on there posting comic book pictures and basically ranting like a grumpy ass old man. So yeah, um, come come find me. Wow, in, indeed. Okay, so since um, I you don't know this, but for, for like three weeks I stopped doing my own plugs because it's visual, but then now that I'm back on iTunes, or back on, but now that I'm on iTunes, it is atheistasshole.com. The YouTube channel is just my name, Anton A. Hill. So however you form that address, youtube.com slash whatever, Anton A. Hill. The Twitter handle is at Anton A. Hill, which actually directs to the other two. And uh, so that's where you can find me, the 15 of you who do that. Uh, and hey, let's break 200. Let's let's break Mandisa's 200. Oh, I'm going to share this. I'm going to share this. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, actually, oh, and, and you just reminded me, actually. Um, Please, everybody, like, share, make viral, create hashtags. Um, I'd really appreciate it. I'm not trying to make money, but, you know, it'd be nice to break 300. Exposure. That'd be, cool. That'd be nice. It'd be cool. Because, um, hey, I, I hear that if you get to 500, David Silverman will, like, pluck his eyebrows on camera, and I really want to watch that. Dude, so I heard that's an urban myth, dude. I don't know. Oh, really? Is this yeah. anecdotal? All right. Um, so I, unfortunately, we can't do fight to the death because Graydon, uh, we we had him, and then he was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> so we don't have him anymore. Because I was like, nobody, nobody does that to me on my own thing. So I was like, boom, and I cut him off. Um, so la- there is no fight to the death or last word. Although now, man, that I, oh god, I want to do that now with somebody. So, uh, last word is to you, sir. As as I said, it's uh, short, long, whatever you want to say, and I will cut you off when I think you're done, whether you actually are or not. So, 
Thank you very much for coming on, and the last word is to you. You're welcome. Mr. I really yeah. didn't even know that um, we were broadcasting. I think that what you basically did was fool me. This whole time I thought we were having a private conversation, and now I kind of find out that we're live and people are watching this. I mean, really, dude? Like, is that how you do it? You just, that's how you get your guests now? You basically catch them unawares and say, oh, no, I just want to have an interview with you, talk to you, find out some things, pick your brain about some advice, and then you broadcast it? I mean, I don't know if you're going to have a future in this business doing things like that. That's just not something that I think people would consider to be professional. But, I mean, you know, if I hope it works out for you. I really do. But I just can't believe you really would do something like that. I've, I've been on a lot of interviews. I've never been on an interview with someone did that. Never, ever, 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 ever. I mean, it's...